You look at it as go out of my way to lie. I look at it as it, I go out of my way to help somebody in need at that moment, even though they may not know they need it. He's a modern day Mother Teresa. You know, oh, wow. That's, you oh, my God, you thank too? you. But, See you know, this? I'm just there. I just have a well full of empathy. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. <laughs> and doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, mindful all of this. the stuff. <laughs> So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle Copeland. And I'm EC with the J in the middle, Copeland in the house. Absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Well, we have a special guest in the house today, you guys, and it is my father, Craig Mark Coley. Dino is what we like to call we him, do right? Not, we yes, do Dino. not call him Dino. <laughs> Dino. I prefer to be called Dino, so any of you out there want to contact me, please contact me at Dino. Your name's not Dino. But it's called a nickname. <laughs> yeah, it's a nickname. I, yeah. yeah, but you gave it to yourself. Usually people give you nicknames. You gave I think yourself... that's what makes it po- more powerful. Okay. You know? Well, you guys, here's the way that this relationship works. Somehow, when Eddie and my dad met, I got kind of pushed out of this relationship. So I feel like this is going to be a gang up on Janelle and cut her out of the conversation. No, no. But you better remember he who was you're married just, to. He was just mm-hmm. lighting me up. Uh about how I didn't have his back around the the whole restaurant and giving people compliments thing. Oh, let's talk about that. I was literally like, okay, I'm sorry. I let you down. I think that's a great topic. (laughs) I think it's a great topic. I gravitated towards Eddie because he just shows a little more empathy towards me when I really need it. (laughs) He has more patience with you than I do. I will say that. That he does. That he does. Okay. So Craig Coley is visiting from Northern California. Otherwise known as Dino. Okay. And you're getting ready to make a big life move to go live in New Hampshire with your wife. Unbelievably, yep. Yep. Here I come. And so you're here visiting for how long, might I ask? Well, it's hard to say. I've been here for 12 days. Hopefully, it could be tomorrow. could be another month. Wait, are you surprised? How long is he staying here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of up in the air. It's up that's, in the air. That's how my dad visits. Yep. He's just like, you know, I'll leave one day. Yeah. I'll wake up and decide to leave. So when the food's knows? no good. Yeah. Hold well up. Staying here forever. <laughs> Definitely. So we spent Thanksgiving together. How was your Copeland Thanksgiving? I can't even describe it in the words. Seriously, it was an unbelievable time. Friends, family. My little daughter worked, you know, forty-eight hours to prepare the food. Eddie made sure everything was, you know, in line. And Eddie didn't do shit. Eddie, you know, he, Eddie did the dishes. He did. Okay, well, wait, this is wait, the important wait, part. Wait, wait, wait. I did try green bean casserole though for the first time. Yes, but we put life changing. You for did. eight hours. Right. We Oh, exactly. It wasn't eight hours. Uh, it was eight it hours. seemed like it. It seemed like it. <laughs> it took you two. I can see why Eddie excels at what he does, because he had me work in my little tail. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So one thing, uh, as you can see, this is a crazy kind of dynamic. My, my dad visiting adds lots of flavor to our household. We went and saw Elton John. We saw Elton John. What did you think about Elton John? The best show ever. Wow. Ever, ever, ever. 
So fun little side note, that was Jordan's like very first song she ever sang was Benny and the Jets. So I thought it was a cool kind of place for us to go like four generations. Wait, one, two, three generations all rocking out. Oh, were you the counting same. our the difference in our generations? We're no. part of the same. Even yeah. Though you're older. We're part of the okay. same generation. Stay with me here. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, we had fun at Elton John. And then the other night we got tickets to go see Kevin Hart. That yeah. was fun. Right, Dad? Wow. Hilarious. That's all I can say is wow. Exactly. I wasn't quite prepared for it, but I was so happy. What was the best uh, Kevin Hart joke that he told? I guess it was when someone was throwing shit in a Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. Someone lost their mind yeah. online. I think and I, I literally was actually crying. throwing shit. Yeah. yeah. Like hit actually. somebody Turd. in the head. Human yeah. waste. Yeah. The thought of being hit with some a human turd turd in the forehead in your forehead <laughs> while you're drinking your latte and. It's probably the most disturbing and traumatizing moment in your life. Yeah, for oh sure. God. I think the best thing for me was he would just break himself up. Yeah. He would say, please do not make me laugh. Let me finish this joke. He was laughing more in stage than the people who were in the audience at his own stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was really interesting that we had to lock our phones away. Like they put them in a little sock bag that was like you could not get it out. It was a neoprene pouch. It was a pouch. That locked at the top, and you could not. All you did was all you felt was your phone buzzing and everything. Plus your watch, if you had yeah. an uh, Apple Watch, a smart watch, we had to give those all. I up. don't understand why the watch had to go in there. And everyone was upset at first, like, why are they taking this? It's you know, blah 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 blah. Is it going because we're going to be recording things? And once he got up there and explained it, it was because he wanted everyone to experience the show without yeah. interruptions and everyone else standing up recording things. This was like a, just a. Device-free zone for two hours. You'll be fine. You're not going to die. You're going to get through this. And you know what? We looked at each other and realized he was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. It was and, good. and it was a lot of young people. You could tell it was like, oh, my God, like yeah. antsy. But I, it was good. 20-year-olds yeah. never been without their phone. A yeah. Day in their they life. were the ones freaking out. Right, right. You're used to this stuff. As a matter of fact, you left your phone in the car. I didn't realize it. Yeah, I didn't need it. It's like, well, hey, I'm 65. I don't need this phone. I don't know how to use it. Half the thing today. I come here for a device training. Training, exactly. Oh, Eddie goes, gosh. Dad, you didn't realize you do that? Like, what? Yeah, you're walking around with the Apple Watch that's not connected to anything. Yeah. So <laughs> it made like, sense to me. It's like, no, I don't get any notifications on this. You know that? How can I make a phone call? Oh, Dad, it's not connected. Yeah. So can we go back to this thing? Okay, so... This thing. We we go to dinner, and the waitress comes over. Wait, um, time out, time what? out. So before we press record Ooh. on this, I just have to tell our audience listeners that there were about 900 topics that we brought up that we found really funny, that we want to talk about, but we realized we can't talk about any of those topics because they're off limits. Right, Dad? That's what you guys say. Nothing's <laughs> off limits for me, but That's I'm being. I want you to know right now, I'm being heavily censored here. He's no. out. <laughs> you tell me, like there's. It's like certain, being in North Korea at this moment. <laughs> there are certain people that have to die in order for us to talk about the things we really want to talk about. Okay. As from you. No. Well. Right. But I had to sign a disclaimer to, to sit in on this podcast. Right. Trust well, me. you need to be on your best behavior, but there I are am. things. I just want people to know that's how the Push Podcast works. We always have plenty of yeah. stuff to talk about, yeah. but it's like, uh, should we talk about this? Uh, let's just wait. Uh, we can't really divulge names there. So getting into this story, this is a kind of safe topic, but it kind of outs my dad. He, no. Yes. Who'd have thunk it? He does it doesn't this thing. It doesn't it out does. you. It, it does. Does it out you? Yeah. It does. No. I'm going to say it. 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 I'm going to say it. 
He does this thing, my father, who let's, I love. Let the audience really. be the judge if this is okay. a thing or okay. just not, I'm okay. empathetic. Let's do it. Yeah. So okay. my dad does this thing where when we're out in public, he'll find somebody who maybe looks a little funny looking or maybe they have a funny looking hairstyle or really jacked up bangs or something. In my uh, viewpoint, it's somebody that's looking for a little uplift in their life. No. The downtrodden, okay. the needy, the thing, the people that just need a little, hey guy, let me help you. Yeah. That's me. All right. He so, throws a bone. So what he does, if you see, let's just say we're at a grocery store, which has happened, and the little lady that's, you well, know, putting wait, the flower wait. arrangements together well, just has about the this. worst so the haircut. Viewer, Think about the thing that you probably walk outside and you're most the most insecure about. Yeah. Okay. Put you in that place yeah. right now. You're the, you walk outside. Yep. The one and thing the, about you <laughs> that just you're not real comfortable with, right. and you wish you could change it about yourself. Yeah. Maybe you whether have it's in a your control or, or not. Yeah. Maybe okay. you're on the heavier side. Yep. Maybe you cut bangs and you shouldn't have and right. now you've got a really shitty chop bang situation right. my empathy has no limitations all right so let's just see so we we are in a grocery store this little lady putting the flowers together has the most ridiculous bangs ever right and my dad will go out of his way to stop her and say you know honey i just want to let you know i love your bangs <laughs> They really work for it you. He says just like that. You know, those are really those are really doing it for me. I just wanted to I just want to compliment you on those bangs. That you've really got a good thing going on. I, right. I wish more people had that haircut. That's what he does. Yep. Drives me nuts because you know that the bangs are not cute and you go out of your way and then he'll say, to bring attention that. to she it. That, and then he I go out of my way to lift people up. He convinces himself <laughs> That she needed that. But the right. thing is, you're making fun of them. You're just doing it to their face. No, no. You do this okay. all the time. Now, here's Dad Dino's side of the all story. Right. There you go. I'm looking at this young lady. You know who I know probably doesn't get a lot of compliments in her day. She's working at the Safeway flower counter, which, God bless her, that's not, a, you know, that's a great job. I'm just saying she could probably wish that she was doing something else. Okay. I look at her. We have this little moment of interaction nope, there. No moment. I say to her, you know, Shelly, I love the way your hair looks. She looks at me with these wanting eyes that says, oh, my God, thank you. I know I went out and got this haircut. It was a little out of my comfort zone. No one has said anything of it but you. You have made my day. She reaches across the counter, puts her hand on my wrist, and we just kind of lock eyes for a second. I say, you're welcome. As we finish the transaction, she says, can I take a moment and give you a hug? She walks around and gives me that little hug. We embrace. We look at each other. I thank her for a day, and we leave. At that moment, I says, you know what? I've helped that young lady. Yeah. I have. Uh, what did you really feel about the bangs? You hated her bangs. It makes no difference what it my does. opinion of those That's bangs my are. Point. It makes no difference what my opinion of those bangs are. Honestly, it's that I know at that moment she needed a little All right, and so this is the question. Is honesty in that situation, is being dishonest the most important thing there? I'm honest to a fault. You know that. Yeah. But my father, who apparently, like, I don't know where this came from, but he's dishonest to a fault. But I so mean, he goes in out his of thought, his way to your, lie to someone in your, to make them feel good. Right. But is it wrong? That's the moral yes. dilemma. It's wrong in the it's sense like that. It's like asking, is the lie best for the, if it's okay? Is the lie okay if it's for the greater good? <laughs> that moment, that woman was my greater good. Okay? It didn't hurt anybody. It made her feel good. And I walked away. In my opinion, Dr. Dino, 
So we gave we gave this so we gave we gave the scenario of saying okay so your wife asked you does what, this dress no, make me look fat no but what if this person with the messed up bangs goes to a job interview and because you gave her this pump of confidence she goes in there not you know getting her hair done and now people are looking at her crazy in this job interview okay I have an answer for that yeah you think you're going to trip me up on this okay. don't you but you're not okay okay. At some point, we do need to take responsibility for ourselves. Okay. Okay. If you're going in to get a job interview at a prestigious law firm and you're going to be the face of this law firm, you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, well, maybe I should take a different hairstyle choice. Maybe this won't work for this situation. I don't care what Dino said. Even though Dino said it looked great to me and I do rock it, maybe Copeland, Copeland, and Copeland won't really Maybe want me drive. yeah have that same opinion of this so what was the name of the book the lie book uh that it's sam harris lying, lying. okay lying. so Who that's the that? book it's called sam harris lying that my dad calls a couple weeks well, yeah, ago yeah he's the one says, who interested yeah, us he says hey there's this book by sam harris it's called lying your brother told me to read it and you know what would you do if you could never lie nobody could ever lie about anything yeah it was i was just like you'd be screwed you'd yeah. be screwed right and then we start thinking of all of the things that are a lie, like how many times people lie to people just out of the context of like wanting to shield them from hurt and like going back to the. And lying is such a dirty term. You know what I mean? I guess you lying is seen as a negative connotation. Right. But I'm saying, right, many times you go through your day where you maybe not tell the complete truth. About a situation. But you're right. In the grander scheme of things, the lies, the lies, the lies, lie. Right. But I just feel there's a little more My backstory issue is you to go it. out right. of your way to tell the lie, though. See, here we go. Now, here's what you call a difference of opinion. <laughs> you look at it as, you know, <laughs> is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? Okay. You know, you look at it as go out of my way to lie. I look at it as it, I go out of my way to help somebody in need at that moment, even though they may not know they need it. He's a modern day Mother Teresa. You know, oh wow, that's you, oh this my from God, you thank too? you. But See you know, this? I'm just there. I can't I just, with you yeah. guys. I just have a, a a well full of empathy. Yeah, your heart is so big I that you can't get through certain stop. doors. Right. I want this to stop. You know, I can't be <laughs> the same person that screams at you with a lot of hostility for something stupid because I, I do believe in common sense also. So the, Kevin Hart did say that. He says, as I get older, I have zero patience for ugly people yeah. and dumb people. Like, I want to tell you, sit your dumb ass down. And I thought it was really funny because he said a lot of stuff that my dad says on a normal everyday basis, but he's not a comedian. Every yeah. time she kept he kept saying this, she'd look over at me and shake her head and point at me like, <laughs> okay, I get it, honey. It is true. So is that the what the episode's about? Is lying okay? Yeah. I mean, I think there's an element to, uh, obviously, if, the, if we lived in an environment in a, in a universe where you could not lie, uh, we wouldn't know tell, any better. We wouldn't know any better. Any better, and then the idea of lying wouldn't even cross our minds. Exactly. But it also, what would that do to how we interact with one another when we disagree? Would it change? Would would we see less like you know emotions or e violence because people are being honest? Will we see less of it because you're used to people being brutally honest with you? Or would you see a level of standard of living that would change because you knew? People that were giving you feedback were being really honest, and so you made adjustments. Like how? Would, I mean, the repercussions of that would change tremendously. I can think of a call, a time at a family event where my dad was asked to give honest feedback. Uh -huh. Remember? 
And you gave honest feedback and it wasn't received well, received well. And that caused a big family. Because that's the reality. No one really wants honest. No one really wants to hear the truth. Right. Like if you made something that's not good, you don't really want to hear that it wasn't good. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, it's called the ugly truth. (laughs) (laughs) But why is it called the ugly truth? It it should be beautiful. It should be the truth. It it should be the truth. It should be freeing. Well, as Jack Nichols said, you can't handle the truth. (laughs) Right. But if we didn't know any better, that's the whole thing. See, we do know better. We do. Right. Know, if we just started out everything not knowing what a lie was, well, then it would just be second nature. No one would know the difference. But if it started tomorrow where we had a, a pre-knowledge of what a lie actually was and we were struggling, okay. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so how long could you go without telling a quick lie? Like a, a little white lie? Mm. Oh, my God. Ten minutes? Maybe. <laughs> no, yeah. A, a long time. A lo- no. How long? A long time. No. Days, 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 because I look at what other people refer to as a lie as empathy. I'm helping people. Wait, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. So if you could okay, be so you if you could be if you could not be Mother Teresa and, and empathetic. Well then I just I would be kind of a deaf mute. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say much of anything. But let's say I'm in the grocery store and I give someone a twenty, they give me change for a fifty. I would give that money back. No, you yeah. wouldn't. Sure I would. Yeah, 100%. Well, oh, oh. Because I've seen that movie Family Man and there's angels everywhere and they're judging us. That person might be an angel writing me down in his tablet and I'm going straight to hell. Okay. So, so you're that. saying you can go weeks. Oh, a long time. I think Ma- it's... I'll, it could not be Not one little white lie. It could be indefinite. If, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, 100%. I think if you had a little dog collar on and it yeah. shocked you every time you said something that was not fully the truth, I think you'd get zapped more often than you think. I think all of us at this table might. <laughs> if you're just picking me out ex- explicitly, I think I could be pretty, pretty good. Okay, so you you cannot, you know, give people. Uh, I wish we uh, had a way. Should we have a little test here starting tomorrow? Yeah. A little throwdown between us. Remember that episode in Klein's Steinfeld where they did the other thing that who could go the longest without? No. Oh, you, okay. Wait, going longest about what? It was. <laughs> How long do you think you could go? Without lying? Yeah. I could go a pretty long time. Like how long? I'm just trying to think the Little last... white lies. Like yeah. How are we going to judge this? I could go a pretty long time. A week? Two weeks? I mean, it, yeah. If there's a competition, I could do it. Well, because like, sometimes when you tell, tell stories, everybody who tells a story... Adds Add to the story flavor. to flavor. It has to. That's, yeah. Everybody that's does. True, but then you can't do that, right? And then yeah. you get yeah. But so how long? It, the know. world's going to come to an end as we will, as we know it. But I'm just saying, like, how long could you go? Well, okay. How I mean, could I couldn't. Go? I couldn't I, go I, 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 I could probably go two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but then you wouldn't be really talking about much. Well, what do you mean? Uh, I mean, like he said, I'd be a deaf mute. I would lose half my no, friends. No, because part of your lie, all about my stories. Yours, yours is self-imposed. Like, like you don't. Even, there's nothing at stake. You just lie just because. <laughs> hey, I'm a you storyteller. Oh, I love your bangs. I, oh, yeah. That that nose of yours. Oh, it's beautiful. so beautiful. Yeah. the yeah. nose. Just remember, all great stories begin with a lie. Mark Who Twain, Walt Whitman, all oh, the great yeah. storytellers of life. If if stories were just stories, they would have no nuances. They yeah. you know, they all add a little things. 100%. That's me. I don't that call. Me. I don't think of. I think of it as like Literary this. This story license. is 
is based on a true story. Yeah. Right? It, it's inspired is, by a true story. By it's not people, it's true not, story. This is a right. the it's, raw moment restaurant. Right. When you watch a movie and it's based on it, not everything actually transpired the way you exactly you, it's, because you need to, you know, dress it up for the audience. I get it. Yeah. The I'm story was you. was written on somewhat actual facts. Right. Yeah. Well, this is my life. There you go. I mean, I think the stories of all of our lives have been written on not on actual facts, but they've been kind of altered a bit. Well, it's yeah. all how different people perceive the same thing. It's kind of like an accident and you interview three different people and they've all got three different stories. Yeah. Really? Right? It's all how we perceive things. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, with all that being said, would our world be a better place? With or without the lie? Right. I, I think it always brings us back to constituting a, like Should what we is lie a right lie. Now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the, I mean when you think about what lies do, right? Sometimes they preserve your feelings, right? Sometimes they could save a nation because someone had to bend the, the greater truth good. for the greater good. Sometimes you'll get a, a person elected because of lies. Right. Sometimes it can spark you know, an insurrection. But, like, right. There can be good and bad, I guess is what you're saying. In in that book, he said the definition of a lie is when you intentionally try to deceive someone from the truth. And I think that that, that's an important thing if you intentionally try to deceive someone. But I think that there's sometimes you have to deceive people sometimes for the greater good. But then when do you draw the line? Well, it's kind of like I just recently saw a movie, the title escapes me, but there was a scene in it where a gentleman asked this young kid, okay, he was in a situation where he had to shoot somebody, and he asked them, "Okay, if you sh- could you shoot somebody to save five people, or could or could you shoot somebody to save a hundred people? Mm-hmm. Where would you draw the line to make that one sacrifice? Yeah. Okay, you're going to kill one innocent person. This person is innocent, but you have to kill him for the great. Where would you draw the line? Would it be to save two people, or would it be to save two hundred people? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yeah. What's it going to take? You have to put a bullet in my head to save ten. Well, if it was 10 Eddies, I'm sorry, honey. (laughs) It was 10 other people, then I would probably give you a pass. You know, there's a lot of, yeah, depending on who that person was that I was saving. I do love you, though. Right. Well, that, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Like when you think about, like, Making type those types of decisions for the the good of the world. Yeah, who's, who you, knows what the greater you, what good is? What could you sacrifice? Yeah. So here's a question that we talked about so recently. So choice. Someone is at a zoo. Their kid falls over the oh, railing yeah. into the gorilla. The gorilla, story. The gorilla bin. I don't know what do you call it. The gorilla cage. Yeah. Compound. And yeah, then yeah. the question is, is like your two year old just flew over the railing. Now the gorillas are tossing it around. Do you jump down to save the two-year-old knowing there's no way for you to get out? There's no survival. Yeah, so... Well, not knowing that. You yeah. f- you Do you jump into the gorilla pit and save your child or do you wait for authorities to come? Do you take your chances? So, you, yeah, do you take that risk? Yeah. But the thing is, is you don't... I mean, you pretty much know there's no surviving. Yeah, there's no way to get out. Like yeah, you, I mean, even looking into that, looking down, you you could probably think in your head, oh, there's no way to survive that. Well, it's like a two or three story drop. Right. And then you well, know that. Well, the drop don't kill you, the gorilla's going to. Right. Is what you're but saying? You know, what you're saying, what we're saying is you jump in after your kid, you're, there's no way in hell you're getting out alive. No. So do you jump in? So the comedian that asked this at the, it was the Kevin Hart show, right? Yeah. And he says, nah, I don't know that two-year-old enough. I've only so, known the kid for two years. Yeah. Really not, we don't really I have don't a bond. I don't really yeah. know, yeah. Do you really know someone after yeah. two years? 
You know, so that's They've only an said Google Gaga. They have not really formulated any type of yeah. And he said, you know, jumping in front of a bullet, no problem. I'll do that. Everybody, every right. dad wants to save their kid, but diving into a gorilla pit, knowing there's no escape. Yeah, I, I can survive really... a bullet. I can't survive yeah. a 300 pound silverback gorilla. Well, the thing is, is you, the problem with the gorilla know. is it's, it's torture. It's not going to be instant death. But maybe in my respect, if I said something about the gorilla's haircut. Yeah. Maybe he'd show some empathy. Maybe he would give me a break. I you would think jump you could in. talk your way if out of it. If this was Jared, I would definitely jump in. Richie, yeah. uh, maybe not so much. But <laughs> is there? Sorry, honey. <laughs> I don't think this is a. I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no talking a gorilla off the like. Okay, off, from the I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. I'm taking a shot. All right. He sounds like a great dad. I'm right. jumping in. Yeah. Are you lying right now? <laughs> no, we'll never know. That's tuned into the next podcast when you'll find oh the answer. God. Oh my goodness! Well, the the moral of the story was that you you, you lied to this waitress. That was where we were going with it. Okay, once again, we're using that term loosely. Okay, lied. okay. You I commented a on her that you picked out because you knew it was an insecurity. Well, we wouldn't even talk about the waitress. We went, we were talking about the young lady at the Safeway store. I know, but okay. I'm, well, let's talk about the damn waitress. Okay, and then so we're sitting, at, we're sitting at we're sitting at we're sitting at you know eating dinner, mm-hmm. and the waitress. Well, not eating dinner. Should we, I we say my side of story first? Yeah, go ahead. Is that okay? Yeah, you want to go? Okay. Go ahead. I think uh, let me set You're the, the guest. tone. Go ahead. Go let ahead. me set the tone. Go ahead. Okay. So close your eyes for a second. Envision we're walking into a restaurant, crowded, a lot of noise. We sit down at our table. This very nice young lady walks up, introduces herself, says, I'll be your server for the evening. Welcome. Can I get you some drinks? I'm just kind of looking at her. I'm watching, listening to my children, look at the menu. And I look up at her. And this young lady, unfortunately, unfortunately, has a very, very large nose for the size of her face. Very large. Okay. I turn and I look at her and I said, I have to pay you a compliment. And she says, what's that? And he said, I love your nose. It just really suits your face. I like the looks of it. You know what? Whatever you do, do not change the the structure of your face. And she says, oh, my God. I've just been really contemplating on getting a nose job. It's been recently broken. I think it's the worst part of my, you know, the the one thing I hate the most about me, blah, 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 blah. I'm so insecure about it. And I said, you know what? Do not be insecure about it because I think it really makes you look beautiful. Personally, if it was me, I would just leave it alone. That's just me, but I'm just an outsider looking in. I would just leave things, leave it be. Can I just highlight a few things? Please do. Just for the first time. This is your show. I have no choice. (laughs) No. So one, when someone says, yeah, my nose is actually broken right now. (laughs) For those listening, you probably have the understanding that it's probably not in the best shape. Mm Two, is she said it's crooked, mm-hmm. right? And and I said, okay, well, you know, I've been there before. I've had a broken nose. Mm-hmm. My nose has been crooked. I know you could, in a picture you can pick it out, mm-hmm. but I watched you, bef- like as it unfolded, and you stared at her nose, mm-hmm. like you know when a kid sees a, like a yeah. someone different, like a short person yeah. for the first <laughs> time, like yeah, you see a a, like, a, uh, a small uh, adult, uh. and you're like, oh my god, like you see it for the first time, you stared at her nose, and then you said, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to compliment. I'm going to bring attention to I it. I was hanging on every word she was saying as she was repeating what were the specials were that night. Yeah. Her nose just happened to be in the middle of it all. So my question to the listeners is you're you're say? sitting here next to your father who does this repeatedly <laughs> all the time. It's like the white elephant in the room where 
everybody knows, like, stay away from that. You're, the last thing you're going to do is draw attention to this girl's nose. And it never, ever, like, fails him, fails me, fails him. <laughs> he will bring it up. Yep. He'll say, you know, I just got to let you know, I love your nose. Yep. We're at a restaurant. No one's talking about noses. It's not the appropriate setting. It's not like she said, oh, my God, I'm so insecure about this. And then that would be different if you were like, honey, I think you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. That's a little lie that's appropriate. But out of nowhere, someone we don't know at a restaurant, you bring it up. And it's very always the eloquently, thing, by the way, always the I thing you always draw attention enter to. that very eloquently. And she commented me five times the evening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bah, bah, bah. You yeah. made my day. I will tell you, you know, to your defense. My, okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah. She was, she lit up. She was really happy. Yeah. She said, this is going to be my favorite table. I can already tell. And she was beautiful. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, it worked. Thank you. But, but you but got lucky, <laughs> which is my point. point. She's like, well, then I am batting 10,000 right now. I would be in said, the hall of fame. He said it's never gone wrong for him before. Yeah. So that's my question is like going out of your way to bring attention to something that is someone's insecurity, lying to them about it to make them feel good. If that's your really, if that's your intent, is that okay? I need to take a poll on this. Please write your congressman. Send <laughs> oh my God. Us, send us your opinion because just remember I do it with all empathy and goodness in my heart. So that is the conclusion of the Push Podcast today. We will have more ridiculous conversations to include you guys in. Let us know what your thoughts are. Please leave a rating, a review, review the podcast, and let us know. Is lying okay? When has it served you? When has it gone wrong? We need to know. Dino says, happy holidays and Merry Christmas. All right, Bye, push guys. Through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.